Are all your weeks in your riding beginning to, well, look and feel like each other? They're all just running into one another. If so, I have something to help you. Every single Sunday, you will get an email from me that will not only give you something to work on in the form of audio horse riding lessons that you can use, but also some questions to ask yourself in order to keep you on track with regards to your planning and with regards to just staying focused on what you want to do with your horse. You can find out all the details and join us over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash go. Okay, and with that, here's the episode. I thought it might be fun if we could ride together today for a little bit. So I would love for you to listen to this when you're on your horse. After you've warmed up, you feel that you're ready to go and we can actually have an audio horse riding lesson together today to work on your self-carriage a little bit. Hi there, my name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. And of course, what we're doing today is something that I've been doing for the past eight years now that is audio horse riding lessons. And I want to just give you a sample of what one is like. And you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it can help you put what I've been talking about these past few weeks into action in your riding. So I would love for us to get started on the left rein, okay? And I want you to just start to pick up a good quality working trot and we want to get started on a circle, a 20 meter circle, plus minus 20 meter circle, okay? I want you to notice, first of all, the quality of the circle. You know, not all circles are equal, hey? <laughs> if, you're, if you struggle with the circle, don't worry. First of all, you're not alone. But secondly, put out some markers for yourself, okay? Mark out the four kind of points of your circle and then you can go again and mark out the, the next kind of four so that you have eight points of a circle that you can use to help keep you on track, okay? So once that is done, I am looking for now that you are really and truly working on a good quality trot. What's a good quality trot? Probably a trot that you could jump a fair sized fence from, okay? So something you could jump about maybe 70, 80, 90 centimeters jump from okay so we obviously this will depend on you and your horse or you and your pony but I do want a good quality trot here okay I want you to notice how as you're trotting and as you're posting because I do want you posting here are you on the correct diagonal first and foremost and secondly as you rise and fall where is your weight going okay can you feel that potentially your weight is moving to the outside or to the inside are you shuffling about a bit in the saddle I also want you to pay attention to your hands now so as you post up and down are your hands doing the same thing are they also moving up and down and the thing is when we post instead of us going up and down why don't we try and do a little bit of a forwards and backwards okay so I want you to think about this if I was to say to you stop going up and down when you post but rather go forwards and backwards and the forwards is slightly diagonal forward and then coming back down slightly diagonal forward coming back down slightly diagonal forward coming back down okay so I want you to pay attention to the quality of this okay from here I want you to notice how it feels as you trot I want it to feel like you are standing no I don't want you to stand but just feel how it is okay 
So particularly when you are in the down part of the trot, when you're sitting, okay? So if we were doing our up downs or rising and then back down, okay? The down part, when your bum is in contact with the saddle, okay? I want you to pay attention to how it feels there. How does it feel? Are you using the horse's momentum to push you back up again? Or are you beginning to actively engage in this forwards and back that I've just spoken about and doing it from the perspective of engaging your core? Okay, I want you to feel that. Right, from there, I want you to have a little glance down to your hands. Now, we are in a circle and we are on the left rein, so all is not going to be exactly equal. However, okay, if there was an eye in the sky over you, a drone, let's say, okay, and it was directly over you and it was looking down, would there be the same amount of your body on the left-hand side of your horse than there would be on the right-hand side? Because very often when we're on a circle, particularly to, if we get a smaller circle, we're not on such a small circle now, we're on a 20 meter, but if it was, let's say, a 15 meter, or if I asked you to canter, it can change where our body is positioned in the saddle. And I want you to pay attention because we're going to canter just now, but I do want you to pay attention to that, okay? Pay attention to how much of your body is on either side of your horse. It should be equal amounts, okay? When we trot in particular, we tend to um, kind of start riding as though we're riding a motorbike have you ever seen a guy on a motorbike or a girl on a motorbike go around a corner and they kind of lean in and it, it just looks oh looks like there's a skid waiting to happen there okay but they do that and very often many riders are doing the same I want you to pay attention now to your two hands one of the ways that you can test if you're doing this are your hands equal height from the ground are your shoulders equal height from the ground? What about your knees? Are you gripping up or clenching up at one of your knees? Have a feel of it there as you rise and as you come back down, as you rise, as you're doing your up-downs. Remember, we're going forward and back. It's a diagonally slightly up and forward, diagonally forward, and then a back, okay? But you're engaging. Notice, are you clenching anything, okay? Notice if your inside seat bone is slightly more ahead of your outside seat bone. How you'll notice this is if you just have a quick look at your knees. Glance down. Your outside knee, your right knee right now should be just slightly more back than your left knee, okay? Your left leg should be slightly more on the girth and your right leg, your outside leg should be slightly more behind the girth because you're on a circle. If not, what's happening is that there's nothing controlling the back end of your horse. It's just swinging out. It's just doing its own thing there. If it was a train, it would have derailed the back carriages, okay? So notice that, pay attention to it. And again, if you notice, whoa, whoopsie, that, that was a bit, yeah, no, I wasn't doing that at all. Once you've corrected it, bring it back to your posture. Are you carrying yourself? Are your hands the same height from the ground? Okay, once you've got all that in place, we are going to transition now back down to walk. I want you to pay attention to the quality of this transition, okay? I want you to first of all set it up. So start thinking about your half halt and how your half halt is really just a split second. It's really just this split second. It's like one footfall, okay? So, you know, if your trot is one, two, one, two, one, two, it's one of those beats, not one and two, just one or two, okay? 
but I do want you to pay attention to it. I want you to pay attention to how when you have halt, you're engaging. It's like a whole body experience and how when you resist and when you just ask for that little bit of a weight, W-A-I-T, by using your weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, I want you to notice that there's a direct connection to your hand. So when you resist using your seat, you will resist with your hand, okay? And how it's just, it's uh, the similar, it's it's the same, just that split second moment, one stride, or not one stride, one footfall, and how it is then a release. And it is a resist, and it is a release, okay? And I want you now to think about the downward transition, and how as your horse steps into the walk, you will have set him up for a good quality walk, first of all, but that you are then going to allow the energy to flow through into that walk because you are sitting up through your body. Now, really, I want you to focus on this. Don't hunker down, okay? You can resist, but you do not hunker down. Don't contract your body. Don't make yourself an inch shorter. In fact, elongate yourself. Think about how as you carry yourself, you are giving space for your horse to bring his back end in underneath him so as he can step into the walk okay so make space for that okay once you're in the walk I want you to notice again the, the beat underneath you okay we had one two now we've one two three four I want you to start feeling where the back end is okay the back foot your horse's back hooves at any given point can you feel them can you feel how your seat is going both backwards and forwards but also up and down okay so it's got this you know what it looks like or how it feels. Uh, you know the wheels, or the wheels, not the wheels, forget about the wheels, the pedals of a bicycle, and how if you were cycling backwards, you know if you were going backwards on your bicycle with your, with your pedals, um, it kind of feels like that, your seat, obviously in a lot more of a stretched out sort of a way, but I do want you to feel that, feel how there's this forward and down, up and back, forward and down, up and back forward and down up and back okay and how your other seat bones doing the opposite okay lovely when we're ready we're going to prepare to go into trot again and i want you again to make space for the trot if you're asking for the trot and then you're shutting down the trot you're not allowing the energy to flow through it's kind of makes sense that your horse first of all is going to begin getting not as responsive to you anymore because he's probably thinking she can't make her mind up she doesn't know what she wants. How am I supposed to know what she wants if she doesn't know what she wants? So I want you to think about it. Think about that when you ask the question, you are allowing him to respond to that question. And when you're ready, you can pick up the trot. Okay, from here, we're going to just ask for a better quality trot. You're going to prepare it. So I want you to think about your body. Think about your legs. Think about that you're not gripping up either way. Think about your shoulders. You're carrying yourself nicely. You're opened through your chest. Think about your hands and notice how when you focus on carrying your hands, it has this knock-on effect to your shoulders and how you carry your upper body. Think about creating space between your ribs and your pelvis, okay? Think about creating space there through it for your body. And we are going to prepare to canter. Now, I want you to pay attention to your self-carriage as you, as you transition into this canter, okay? Are you throwing yourself forward? I want you to imagine there's a big egg in front of you. 
So right there in front of your belly button, it stretches all the way from the pommel of the saddle right the way up to your chin, okay? There's a huge egg, like an, an actual egg, not hard boiled. If you were to go into that egg space, you would knock it off the saddle and it is going to break. We don't want to break the egg, okay? So I want you to sit up. I want you to think about creating space. And I want you to notice how when you ask for the canter, your seat is going to lead. Your seat goes first, okay? Your seat, your hands, the rest of your body. Your seat, your hands, the rest of your body, okay? So notice this. And when you're ready, you're going to prepare for the canter and you're going to ask for the canter, okay? If you're in the canter, well done. Good transition, okay? If not, we need to troubleshoot the canter transition. I am going to leave some links in the show notes of this episode, which you can find here on the podcast, but also you'll find them over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1195. Okay, you're going to find it there, but I'm going to leave some links into or about transitions in and out canter, okay, for you. Okay, assuming you're cantering and it's all going well, we're going to prepare to transition now back down into the trot. Again, think about the space. Just like we practiced from your trot to walk transition, you're going to do the same thing. Think about your seat and how in the canter, things are quite one-sided. Your inside seat bone is just naturally leading your outside seat bone. But now in order to come back to trot, you're going more to an even Steven situation. And the only reason I say that is because trotting is obviously through the diagonals, okay? So I want you to think about sitting up nice and tall, carrying your hands, half halting, half halt on the one of each canter stride, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, the one, okay? Focus on the one, okay? Half halting there, just bringing that back a little bit, asking your horse to come underneath a little bit more. And when you're ready, sitting up nice and tall, transitioning into the trot, letting through the seat, let your hands follow your seat and the rest of your body will trot as well. And notice how there is this lightness for the first few strides. Can you feel that? There's always this lightness. Very often the canter will improve the trot if the rider does not block it. Okay, so I want you to notice that. Okay, when we're ready, we're going to transition once more into the walk, sitting up nice and tall, carrying yourself nicely, bringing your horse back down into the walk. Lovely. And when you're ready, you can ask your horse to walk. Fantastic. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you found this useful. If you want more information on all things audio horse riding lessons, where, well, I actually go into a lot more detail and we focus on specific things. <laughs> you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash go because inside of the Daily Strides Premium newsletter, you will get audio horse riding lessons every single week. Okay. And as I said, they're focused, they are specific, they are about a specific topic. And I take you step by step through them. You can listen on your horse. A lot of people listen before they ride and then they get on their horse and listen again, okay? But you can do that and you can use it to move you forward with your horse each and every week. Okay, all the links for everything I mentioned today are over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1195. You can get them all there. Okay, have a great one. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.